Hello, this is Tim Convoy, the pastor of New Life Community Church located in Nashville, Indiana. I'd like to thank you for visiting our podcast, and I trust that God will just bless you and encourage you and speak to your heart as you listen to this message. Thank you again for joining us, and God bless you. Good thing, but it's a God thing. Where do we find God in the routines and the things that we're doing day in and day out? So I made a few notes. I'm going to share them with you. Um, I wrote down, are we seeking his plans or seeking his permission for our plans? And I asked that question, and I asked that for myself because um, as a pastor, there's a lot of stuff happening. I mean, you guys hear everything, and we have a lot of things that we're moving towards, and there are times when I've actually had to say, whoa, stop. We need to see if God's in this. Um, because we have all these plans. I'll tell you, when we, VBS, was, when we were getting, I had this big dream of what we were going to do inside here, right? And um, uh, I had to begin and ask and say, you know, God, what would you like us to do? What, what, what am I asking for permission for, and what is your plan? And, you know, this is awesome. And you know what this whole week is about? Is, is a, it's, his plan is to save lost, not entertain them with this, crazy spaced out theme inside this whole building and spend lots of money that we could use other places right i mean that's that's it's a good thing but we need to find the god thing in it in isaiah 43 18 and 19 it says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see i am doing a new thing now it springs up do not perceive it I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I think that sometimes what we forget about is that God wants to do a new thing. We are so, um, I hate to use the word rut, but we get in such a rut of day to day, day to day, day to day, that there's nothing new. We often say, God, you're not doing anything new. Like this is, this is a repeat of just what I did yesterday and what I did the day before and what I did last week and last month. And, you know, his word says, I'm doing a new thing. And the, the crazy thing about it was this was a time in their life when it was desert. It was tough. It was hard. They were looking for something. They were looking for some kind of relief. And, and so my challenge to you would be is um, God's wanting to do a new thing in your life. How, how do you see it? How, how do you catch it? How do you grasp a hold of it? How do you do something with it? first step um, is embracing the new thing what God wants you to do in your life is to change your focus quit looking behind and start looking ahead verse 18 said forget the former things do not dwell in the past uh, you guys have heard this before if you're always looking behind you can't see in front of you right and we do that lots of times as a church we do that lots of times even with just our seat Man, the month that we did one service and the, the people that share a seat first and second service, there, there, were, there were moments where I'm like, we're going to have a fight. Like, they're going to break out. Somebody's not going to get that seat and somebody's going to be unhappy. Or even songs, worship songs. We, as a church, as a body, not this church, but as a, a, as a lot of churches are battling each other with, do we do hymns and contemporary worship you know there was a day when contemporary worship was the hymns 
And when they brought, actually brought the organ in, where they brought a piano, when they actually started putting music with it, that was contemporary worship. Contemporary worship is always growing. It's always changing. And yet sometimes we have an encounter with God during a song, and we get so stuck on that that we forget that there are other people that need to experience new songs and have a new encounter. Or, even crazier, that we could have a new encounter on something new. Music's kind of a, a, a big issue with me because um, I love music, and I, I love to see creativity, and I love the newness. I love hearing someone's heart in a new manner. Because sometimes you can only say, I love you, God, so many times the same way. And we need a freshness in that. And so, But, you know, there's an encounter that we have. I have songs from when I first became saved that, man, if I hear them today, they'll, they'll break me down because they were at a moment in my life when I was uh, like the Israelites and I was in the desert and I, was, I, I needed an encounter. I needed a moment. And I had a freshness, a newness, and it gave me the opportunity to not look behind me. So change your focus. Quit looking behind. Start looking ahead. Um, The qu- and I wrote another question. And the question isn't what has God done. It's what the Israelites spent most of their time, right? When they, when they were out, they spent all their time talking about what God had been doing. And they never were looking at what God is doing. And so the question must be, what is God doing in your life right now? What is it that you want him to do in your life right now? And secondly, in order to move on to new things in Christ, you must know that you cannot allow your past failures to possess you. I mean, the word said, do not dwell on the past. Even as a church, we cannot dwell on the past, the good or the bad. It can't possess us. It can't stop our growth. It, it can't stop us from reaching out to those who are hurting. The past cannot hold us back. Sometimes we allow it to hold us back. Sometimes we actually enable it to hold us back from doing what God's wanting us to do. And I think lots of times, I'm a little note, lots of times we do that because we, we're kind of like the Israelites. We feel like we don't deserve anything. And we've got to break that mentality. We have to get past and understand that the word is truth and the truth says that you are worthy. You deserve it. Because he made you worthy. Because Jesus on the cross made you worthy. And you, you do deserve it. We need to change and not be like Israel. The Israelites did this. They, um, God gave them a temple. They gave him idol worship. You know, we, we worship a lot of idols a lot of times. With our time, with our focus, with our energy. God gave them truth. They lived and proclaimed a lie. God gave them his commands. They lived like they were suggestions. You know, we'd still do that today. And in fact, as I hear people say, well, you know, Jesus, he did away with the law. He didn't do away with the law. He came to fulfill scripture. We still are called to carry ourselves in that format and not treat them like they're suggestions. God gave them wealth, and they used it to abuse the poor. They must have had a government like ours. God gave them himself. They gave him nothing except rejection. 
Isaiah 55, 7 says this, Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. If you're going to get anywhere, you need to understand you cannot live on yesterday's faith. I think sometimes that's a challenge for us. I know um, we talk about in youth... uh, about mountaintop experiences because when we go to camp or when we go to a mission trip or uh, when we do a weekend retreat, we have this awesome encounter with God. In fact, is one of our retreats is called Encounter because it's an incredible encounter with God. And, you know, something that from between last year and this year's mission trip that really began, uh, God really began to hammer me about is that we have to do better of not living on yesterday's faith in such a way that we look at last year's trip or we look at, we look at last time um, that we really had an encounter. In fact is, it really challenges me that as a body that we need to be encouraging each other to have more encounters with God on our own time. A Sunday cannot be enough. You can't just live on Sunday's Pastor Tim's awesome message, but each day throughout the week, you have to be drawn something new. If you're drawing something new from him, you're encountering him in a new way. You're not living on yesterday's faith, but you're growing your faith for tomorrow. You're growing your faith for what he's doing and capturing his plan. Psalms 85, 6 through 8 says, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak. I'm going to stop right there because we have four pages, but you know I want to stop right there because of the word revive. I hear and see a lot of people talking about everything that's going on. We're focused on what's going on right now. We're focused on the problems rather than the promises. And I see it all over social media, and there's a whole lot of talk, but when are we as a church going to begin to do something? I mean, when are we going to really begin to talk, instead of uh, blasting and blaming and finger-pointing, when, when are we going to start praying and presenting peace and, and pursuing encouragement? We are the ones called to revive. We are the ones that are called to really start a fire, to, to get things going, to, to bring God back into things, and, and we're looking for someone else to do it. And I just feel like that for many years, New Life Community Church has been called to be a beacon to the community, a beacon to this area. Well, listen, we can talk about it forever. We can live in last year's faith. We can live in all the good things that happened 20 years ago or the day that this church took form. Or as a body, we could really begin to do something and see lives impacted and changed for what God has for them. I believe that. I believe that we can do that. So here's what I'd like to do. I'd like you to stand up. You should close your eyes.
we as a nation and as a body has um, become really good at being focused on the problems rather than promises. So I think that it would be fitting as a body that we would pray for the problems and believe for the promises. So the the worship team, they're just going to play and probably sing a little bit. I want you to keep your eyes closed. You know what's going on in social media. You know what's going on in the news. You know what's going on out there. You know what the government is making decisions for. Would you begin to lift those up? That there would be a healing in the land. That there would be a change in the political realm. That there would be, begin to see God moving back into the places that he's been kicked out of. See, we can be entertained with great messages every week and we can come in for an hour and a half and do church. Or we could take a few minutes and really press into the heavenlies. I mean, if you want to see a change happen, we've got to pursue it. begin to lift up the things that you know that are going on that you want to see a change in even your family your friends the nation the the local government this church the other churches father we need you to move we are begging. We are, we're asking you to move in a mighty way. We don't want to look at what was and, and, and what you were doing before, but we are looking at today and knowing that your promises are the same today as they were yesterday. They were the same as they were for the generations before, and they were the same as they were for the Israelites. Father, we ask for forgiveness for re- being the ones who have rejected and pushed you out of everything. And that we have been the ones who have voted people into place that are making these decisions. And we ask, Father, for forgiveness and that would you give us wisdom and discernment to make, help make those changes. desperate for you, God. We're so desperate.
desperate that you move. Help us stay focused on you. Father, we ask that you would help us see the open doors that you give us when we interact with people. Father, that we would share the goodness of who you are, that we would share the greatness of your Son, the freedom that can be found in you, that we would not see your children as burdens, problems, and troubling, but we would encourage them yes that we would draw them into your holy presence rather than pushing them away ask right now that we would be aware of your plan and no longer ask for permission for our own plan that we would help others find your plan Father we love you we bless you We are so grateful for your mercy and your grace. And all the times that we've turned our back or looked away, that you've never, ever left us, that you've never walked away from us, and that your promises are still true. Father, we ask that this week as we go out, that we would find moments to honor you, that we would find open doors of ways to bring you fame. Father, I ask for a boldness, a renewed boldness in us. 
as a body, as individuals. And Father, I ask that you would bring new things, that you would bring a newness to what you were doing. And we look forward, and I'm excited to see not only what you're doing, but to get to go along with you. We would never get stuck in what you were doing, but we would be mindful of what you are doing and you are continuing to do. You've never stopped loving us and you've never stopped pursuing us. Let us be the ones that helps some connect to you. We bless you with everything that's inside of us. Thank you so much. Keep your eyes closed for just a, just a few more, just 30 more seconds. If you need to sit down, you can. Get comfortable. See what God's speaking to you and sharing with you. Father, we bless you and we thank you. Be with us this week. Guide us, guard us. Lead us. We look forward to seeing your promises unfold. In the name of Jesus, we say... Amen. Amen. You guys have a great week. Man, don't look at what was. Look at what can be.